Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Armstrong and Getty Show. I got a quick question for you. What if you happen to miss part of the show of this unbelievable radio program? The answer is easy, friends. Just download our podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. It's the podcast version of the broadcast show available anytime, any day, every single podcast platform known to man. Download it now, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. There is no reason to engage in a non-reciprocal chase. I don't care how amazing you think that other person is. By chasing somebody that is showing you that they don't want to be with you, you are self-abandoning your wants, needs, and desires to get somebody else to validate you. And instead of trying to get somebody else to give you the love that you are so desperately craving for, start to give that to yourself. That way you can learn to trust yourself, rebuild your self-worth, save yourself from whatever you are trying to get somebody else to save you from. That way, the next time you see somebody that's inconsistent or unavailable, you get turned off versus turned on by the chase. You're frightening me. Her, something about her pace and tone is, is off-putting. That's a thing these days, that your TikTok videos or whatever, they have to be edited like that. So they're coming, you're so incredibly fast. That's good advice she gave, mostly. I, yeah. I felt like there was some good stuff in there. That was a dating coach, uh, allegedly, about how to handle when people ghost you. Can you play at least the first part of that? She used a term I'd never heard before. There is no reason to engage in a non-reciprocal chase. I don't care how amazing you think that other person is. By chasing okay, that somebody part. that is sh- A non-reciprocal chase, which I have engaged in before. Oh, and I've yes. been on the other end. I've been on both ends of the non-reciprocal chase. And it is always a waste of time and painful. Um, yeah. If it's in a song or a movie, it's very romantic and generally successful. In real life, it's more a stalkery and you'll get a restraining order. Well, even aside from that, I, I'm not aware of times when it has worked out to anybody's benefit. So uh, the, the don't engage in a non-reciprocal chase. If they're not interested or you're not interested, it's just that unfortunate and painful and awful. Trust me, I know, but... Man, you get nothing out of that. Just tell yourself it's just chemistry. It's a, it's mysterious. Don't take it personally. Or tell That's yourself hard to do. Or tell yourself you're deeply flawed, and if only you'd have done this one thing different, everything would have been okay. 
It's another way to approach it. Yeah. <laughs> if only you had done this one. Th- if you'd only not said this one thing, everything would have phrased it slightly differently. We'd be together forever. <laughs> but I blew it. <laughs> is that what the song Losing My Religion is about? No, it's not. I've always thought well, that's it's what about, it was about. It's about having a crush on somebody and, and being so freaked out when you're around them. You don't know how to act. Okay. So it's similar, kind of similar. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, I said too much. Just like, oh, no, I, I didn't say enough. I said too much. Ah, oh, damn it. Right. Similar. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. No, I see what you're driving at. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. OK, so we got that. I got another. I got a couple of things here. All relationship related. This. Uh, are you prepared to be annoyed? Oh, boy. Set yourself for annoyed. You know, I wake up annoyed most days, so go ahead. I don't know how deep I'll get into this. I might save this for our podcast. I think I'll save this for the One More Thing podcast. I'll tell you the headline right now, though. I'm a couples therapist. Something new is happening in relationships. So she's been a couple therapist for years, and she said she's noticed. The ideas behind Black Lives Matter and hashtag Me Too are leading to breakthroughs at home. And it's all about how most couples, even though they're, if they're unhappy or even if they think they're happy, everybody's not recognizing their various privileges or systemic this or that. And it is one of the most annoying things I've ever heard in my life. Would you like to see me vomit? Do you want me to vomit? <laughs> it's, it's hard to take, man. God dang it. So I'm supposed to deconstruct a relationship I'm in based on who has privilege. Like, I'll bet you don't spend near enough. Yeah, yeah, you and Jody, Judy should go to, or not Jody, unless you're seeing someone named Jody. Uh, you and Judy should go to this, <laughs> you and Judy should go to this couples counselor and have her explain to you how you are not at all acknowledging your, uh, probably patriarchy, probably maleness. Yes. Maybe whiteness also, even though you're both white. Yes. Um, not acknowledging that at all in the relationship. I, I haven't really, no. See, I knew it. We're both white, like you said. I mean... Okay, well, you're not both male. No. No, I'm a straight fella, is why. <laughs> no, we're both... So I should acknowledge, honey, I realize as the man, I've, I have privilege... That you don't have, and therefore, can I do the dishes tonight? Yeah, you listen to the one more thing today. You'll be amazed at that. Just oh, oh, it is so hard to take. Oh boy, this is actually pretty good. I thought, or see what you think of it. When someone you love is upset, ask them this one question. And the setup was uh, talking to lots of different therapists and going through different things and research. Blah blah blah. They think this is the one question you ask when somebody's really upset. So I thought, you know, I'll bite. And I thought it was actually pretty good. And I'm going to apply it the next time I need to, particularly with my son. Do you want to be helped, heard, or hugged? Oh. And they go through a description of each of those scenarios. Although I think if you're of even reasonable intelligence, you can figure out what they are. Helped, heard, or hugged. Wow, that is so good. Holy cow, that's good. You yeah, know how guys have the reputation of, you know, the wife will just want to tell them about their day, and the guy will say, well, we need to march in I, and tell I, Mr. Jones, I, blah, 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 blah. I, I do that. My wife does that. She does that. It's part of the reason we get along so well. She is such a dude. She's a cute girl and a dude. She's a unicorn. So you both jump right to the how do we solve this? Uh, I try not to anymore. After after watching Rob, what's-his-face's Defending the Caveman, which was so good. It was so brilliant the way it explains. She's not asking you for a game plan. 
She is in the parlance of like cavewomen. She's telling you where her berries are. She's telling her. She's telling you I, I what she's where, experienced. I know where her berries are. No, no. See, you've turned it sick. You've turned. <laughs> I was trying to be an adult. <laughs> well, I I like it because I feel like uh, it depends on the situation. And even even though the reputation, the book Mars are for, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. From these books, thirty years old. But it was all about that. I think. Men and women have it at different degrees, but there are sometimes if I'm really upset about something, somebody jumping in with the solution right away makes me want to punch him in the freaking face. Right. Right. Let me oh. vent for a while. I'm about just this. venting. Let me vent for a while about this really awful freaking thing happened. Later today, maybe later this week, we can get to the how we're going to handle it. But let me be pissed off or hurt or whatever for a while. Yeah. And I think I get to it later than a lot of women do or whatever on when, when you want to get around to that. Then do you want to be helped, heard, you just want to be listened, or do you need to be hugged? I never need to be hugged, but some other people need to be hugged sometimes. How charitable of you to allow the rest of us to go ahead and hug. <laughs> <laughs> I actually yeah, had wow. a similar one, and I have a little bit of guilt over this, but I, it's true. I can't help it. It's just my emotion. Whenever I hit my head on something, which is way too often, or knee or whatever, my uh, my youngest son immediately says, are you okay? Which is nice, but yeah. it always makes me mad. Because oh, I'm know. angry. It, well, it's one of those things. Let me be angry at this door for a while that I just hit my head on before we get to the, yes, I'm okay. Boy, I, I can top that. And I, I explained it to that. him, and I said, you didn't do anything wrong. You were right to ask that. It's a good thing to ask that of people. I'm just telling you, in the future, if I hit my head, just give me a second before you jump in with the are you okay? Because right. it just right. makes me mad. And I felt like an idiot for saying that, but it's true. All right, I can top that. And again, it's the love of my life. I'll whack my head. She'll say, careful, be careful. <laughs> I've already taken a blow to my head. Now I know to be careful. It's too late. But then I found myself doing the same thing, and I thought it's just a natural yeah, human response. It it's a response of love and concern. It is. But careful. God, Henry, my bone is sticking out. Careful of what? <laughs> Henry took it to heart, though, and I was gentle about it. Yeah. And he took it to heart. So later yesterday, we're driving to the car. I take a drink of water and I do the old, it goes down the wrong pipe thing. And yeah. I mean, I sounded like I was going to die. I went into <laughs> gurgling and couldn't right. breathe, couldn't talk. He didn't say a word. And, uh, and I looked over him. He said, I didn't say anything, but are you okay? <laughs> I said, that's awesome. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> As I was great. <laughs> I'm, I'm all, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I, oh, that's such a bad feeling. I opened up the cupboard where I keep stuff, and I opened it up, and I bent down, and I didn't close the cupboard, and I came up hard and caught it on the corner. Oh, no. Oh, that freaking hurt. Oh, and then your bowling ball rolled off the top shelf. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Michael. So what did your kids do when you fell on the trail nine times? Did they uh, just... Every time you fell, just leave him alone? That turned into a humor situation after, uh, like, number five or six. <laughs> oh, there he goes again. <laughs> kind of like that, yeah. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, let's do a long 
podcast yesterday with some uh, AI experts and uh, an educator or two involved on how AI is going to lead to the end of homework and how schools are going to have to readjust the way they teach so many different things, maybe structure the day, the lengths of the day, all kinds of different things. It's really going to disrupt schooling. And, uh, man, I didn't hear anything that I thought I don't think is going to happen. Writing papers is pretty much going to go away unless it's an in-classroom activity. It just Mm -hmm. can't exist in the world of artificial intelligence. It just it can't. There's no point in it. Also, uh, much of mathematics, all, all mathematics homework will go away from home. You could have it in the classroom, but you just you couldn't do it at home. Just be impossible. Show <laughs> your work. Okay, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to do it. Um, so uh, with, with some uh, some of the experts thinking that maybe there will, a good thing out of this will be more of an emphasis on Reading and comprehension, uh, as that is homework you can give people, is reading books and just, uh, and it's just funny. A whole bunch of the educators on this particular podcast, and I know, I'm thankful that a number of the teachers my kids have had also agree, and there have been studies that show this, that the homework boom of like the 90s was bad, unproductive, oh. waste of time, did more harm than good. And most people believe that now, and AI will just hurry the, the, the good riddance. To a lot of homework that was not necessary anyway. Boy, my kids suffered through that, and that sucks. I, oh yeah, I, I remember thinking, how in the hell can a fourth grader have this much homework? Ridiculous, it's idiotic, absolutely ridiculous. It's funny, you know. Uh, it seems that every generation goes through uh, some tragedy of uh, redeveloping how to learn that sucks. And your kids did Some that. Some craze like, among educators, in short. Your yeah. kids did that. Uh, my kids are growing up in a world or going to school in a world where fourth and fifth grade teachers say, no, no, we don't do any homework, which I think is awesome. Um, uh, but then you got all the other new stuff that is happening in school. So you got that to go through. It's a different, sure. different challenge for different times, I guess. But, Gender bending crap. And what's the math? The funky math? The, common core math? Yeah, the, yeah common core math. Um, uh, do you see anything to disagree with there that there's going to have to be a major change in the way they do schoolwork? I mean, I, I think like major, like you don't even recognize it. Uh, yeah, in a lot of ways, particularly in college. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I'm sure that's true. Yeah, they went different through different age groups, uh, whether grade school, high school, or college, but it's going to be, and I know, I know they have software that can tell if you're, you know, plagiarizing order, but that AI is going to be completely different than that. There'll be there'll be no staying ahead of the ability to come up with a fake paper. I don't think, or or do your math homework and show the work and everything. Yeah, I think you'll have much more uh, in class. Uh, you know, you uh, give me three pages on this topic. What have you learned? What have you, what do you understand about this? Topic? What could actually end up being better? The idea yeah. of an emphasis on reading at home because that's something AI can't do. I love the sound of that. Although the only way you can test if somebody read it is to ask them to regurgitate the, the material, which I always hated. I despised that so often because you'd be reading, you know, some great piece of literature and I'd be like so super into the, the, the characters and the themes and the human tragedy of it and all. And then the question on the test would be when Jones went to the coffee shop, what did he order? Just to prove that you're right, right. It's like the fact that he freaking ordered coffee cake has nothing to do with the theme, which is man's inhumanity to man, not man's inhumanity. <laughs>
Hannity to coffee cake. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It was it be that that did happen a lot where it was a trivia contest more than yeah. a understanding the overall what's what's the point of the book. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that, that you're right. Uh, um but so just like so many different parts of the world once AI gets up and running, man, teachers are going to have to, schools are going to have to completely come up with a new way of teaching kids. So let's all keep our eye on that and have a role in crafting it, I hope. Um, there's a new book out you should know about called White Sight. Oh, Re- boy. Reviewed in the Los Angeles Review of Books. Tim Sandifer says, this sort of thing is treated with respect by the gatekeepers of our culture. As if it says anything profound, true, or rational. In fact, it's garbage. I remember when Matt Taibbi called white fragility horse s, having reviewed it, and he's a liberal. These books yeah. are just most the, the the ones I've mentioned are just crap, divisive crap. But as Tim points and out racist. here, and racist. But as Tim points out here, the gatekeepers just love them and elevate them to a to a point of taking very very seriously. Uh, do I have time to hit you with a little bit of this one? This new book, White Sight. The General Crisis of Whiteness, a conversation with the author, who I'm not even going to name. When European colonists first arrived in the lands they would steal and plunder, they claimed that these terrains were empty and therefore available for the taking. What must have it required to see nothing or claim to see nothing when faced with such richly populated worlds without whose inhabitants they would have perished? According to visual culture theorist, the author, it requires white sight. In his new book, White Sight, Visual Politics and the Practice of Whiteness... Published by MIT Press, he explores how systems of white supremacy see and thus order the world in an unbroken history of colonialism up until the present day. Ah, right. Of course, ignoring, as we always point out, that the Native American peoples that were here and then the peoples before them that we don't really even have a history of all attacked each other and took each other's land all the time, regardless of skin color. Horrific, unthinkable violence for all of human history. Wiping out tribes left and right if you got the upper hand or came up with a better weapon. And we could extend the analysis to Africa if that would please sure. you as well. Same story. I, I tell you what, if you're working on one of these woke DEI books, I'd hurry up. I'd, I'd crank that thing out fast because... Uh, more people getting more chance to see this stuff in action are realizing it's not only stupid, it's incredibly ugly. It's crap. And it makes everything it's worse. It's, it's crap. crap. That's right. It's crap. A great story. University of North Carolina Medical School just disbanded their DEI department and said they will be adopting none of their recommendations. Wow. While Chick-fil-A hires uh, a corporate executive to run a new DEI department. Yeah, part part of it is it's all in the execution. Depends on what you're doing, what you're saying. Uh, you know, I don't want to have a knee jerk freak out to those letters. Although ninety eight percent of the time they spell bad news. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, the Armstrong and Getty Show. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you, but consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches 
fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock Technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. On the domestic front, because we still have serious issues in this country, a series of pieces of journalism in the last 24 hours or so about the so-called migrant crisis, which is, of course, an illegal immigrant crisis, and in many cases, a fake uh, uh, refugee crisis. These people are coming for better lives and better jobs. I completely respect it. But 90% of them are not eligible for refugee status, according to the rules. So it's an illegal immigration crisis. Anyway, here's a headline the from the New York Times. The border is oh, secure. Boy. Yes, oh. the border is secure. All right. Thank you, Democratic Party. Uh, as winter looms, Venezuelan migrant surge overwhelms Chicago. And it's a long way from Venezuela to Chicago. 
It is indeed. But buses packed with Venezuelan migrants are arriving in downtown Chicago day and night, doubling in number in recent weeks. City officials are struggling to open more shelters with more than 2,300 migrants, immigrants sleeping at police stations, in lobbies, and just outside in makeshift camps. So all of the cop shops in Chicago have become de facto shelters with their lobbies full of people sleeping and passing the time and the rest of it. At the city's airports, immigrants who've just landed sleep on the floor, many with babies and toddlers, as local officials plead for more help from the federal government. Deputy Chief of Staff for the Mayor, Brandon Communist Johnson, says we don't have any place for them to go. We're scrambling. And like New York and a number of other cities, Chicago is straining to provide for the growing number of illegal immigrants who have arrived over the last year on buses from the U.S.-Mexico border. You got the cold, cold winter a-coming, and then you've got Man, I just, I just looked it up by plane in a straight shot, which makes it much, much shorter. It's 3,000 miles. It's like crossing the entire United States. I haven't figured out how far it is by foot. That is a long trip. Well, they're taking buses, generally speaking. Well, yeah, but it'd be a hell of a long bus trip. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Through some really the... scary places, dealing with some really scary people. Oh, I'm sorry. You're talking about from Venezuela to the U.S. border. To Chicago. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. yeah I mean, the total it gets trip less scary. Enormous. gets less scary, obviously, once you cross the border into the United States. But So they're uh, commenting on the clashes in the Chicago City Council whose members have fought over how much to spend on the asylum seekers. Uh, it's a logistical nightmare. Volunteers have worked the, to help the asylum seekers in the spirit of Chicago's tradition as a sanctuary city for immigrants. But in many neighborhoods, there have been growing resistance. Public meetings to discuss opening shelters have turned into shouting matches with residents accusing city officials of prioritizing the needs of new arrivals over longtime Chicagoans. Wow. They're probably saying that because that's what's happening. So many racists. I just can't believe how many racists are in Chicago because that's the only reason you would ever be bothered by immigration coming to your town because of racism. Exactly. I, we've had to live with that for decades. Now, all of a sudden, it's acceptable to say, why is it an advantage to me as a U.S. taxpayer who lives and works here and raising kids here to have all these people show up and we now pay for it? What, what is in it for me as a policy? DeAndre Miguel Jones, age 47, said he'd watched with exasperation as the police station in his old town neighborhood turned into a place where migrants sleep on cots indoors and outside in camping tents. Quote, these people are eating well. They have better phones than I do, better shoes. How are you going to take care of someone else when you're not even taking care of your own people? That sentiment is spreading rapidly in Chicago. Wow, they have better stuff than me? That's a, that's a... From the Department of unintentional comedy eric adams the i'd like to know his iq oh wow Wow. he has he has instincts and intelligence no doubt of a deal maker and a coalition builder and and that sort of thing he got himself elected mayor in new york city that's no mean feat but he doesn't really impress me as an idea guy. Right. Anyway, so he was traveling through uh, three different countries in Central America to try to discourage my immigrants when from I, coming okay. to New York. When I heard he went down there, I thought, to do what? So that that was actually his goal? He actually I thought he could help New York by convincing people not to come or... 
Essentially, yeah. Uh, let me hit you with some descriptors here because it's pretty good. And this this whole deal might take the whole uh, the next segment too. But there's so much good stuff. But so it was an extraordinary tableau, writes the New York Times. Mr. Adams, wearing an olive drab outfit and aviator sunglasses, suggestive of military suggestive of military gear, was escorted by Colombia's ambassador to the U.S., head of the National Police, and a heavy security detail. So he's looking like some sort of character from a 1980s you know sandinista movement or something and uh, and he gave a couple of speeches he he called for efforts to push back on the propaganda that's given people false hope and false promises he said uh, people are being wrongly told that they'll find comfortable living conditions and easy jobs in new york this is propaganda it's not true it's that you shouldn't come to new york we're not ready for you and then the New York Times, here's the funny part, interviews a bunch of families, all of whom said, uh, yeah, no, uh, we're coming. We're going. Now, yeah, the mayor just said, don't come. You won't find an easy job. I just talked to my cousin Manuel yesterday. He said, come on up. We got easy jobs. So, yeah, the, so his honor, the mayor, goes down there in his aviator sunglasses and said, that's propaganda. And every single person the New York Times interviewed said, oh, no, we're going. We're absolutely going. So nice job, Eric. Uh, let's. See. Oh, this from the New York Times. Well, of course about they are. Expect. Even if there's yeah. not a job for you waiting here, you get to show up in the land of plenty and live there and set down roots, as opposed to living in some socialist hellhole. Obviously, you come. Yeah, if it takes three hard scrabble years of real deprivation and struggle, but finally you get your 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 footing solid in America, hell yeah, that's worth the effort. Deprivation and struggle by U.S. standards, correct? Which isn't as deprivationy or struggly as it is like in other countries where you're actually going to starve. I find this story so cute. Once again, the New York Times: Migrant crisis tests New Yorkers who thought they supported immigration. God dang it. So we still haven't gotten past differentiating between illegal immigration and immigration as a policy. That's amazing. Uh, it's, well, it's blatant dishonesty. It's, you have no argument, so you resort to lies. This New York Times piece opens up with rather a touching story about a woman. She happens to be a school teacher walking down the street with a friend in Queens, came across a woman holding a baby and crying. Who explained in Spanish uh, her baby wouldn't eat the food at the migrant shelter and is hungry. And so the, the gal bought the woman baby food and diapers, tugged at my heartstrings, she said. But she, uh, her name is Karen, teaches special education in public school, opposes the migrant shelters, has spoken at rallies against them. She informed the New York Times that overcrowding at the school she teaches in Queens, which recently took in 132 new students, most of whom don't speak a lick of English, has completely brought the school to a halt. Right. Exactly. Because I'm sure the teachers are saying the same thing teachers were saying in California a couple of decades ago. When all this started is, what am I supposed to do with a kid who shows up who doesn't speak any English? Teach him math. Uh, I don't speak Spanish. Teach him math anyway. Or, or how, you're a racist. Or the other side of the coin. How am I supposed to teach all the English-speaking kids while I spend all my time trying to help this one or two or ten kids that don't speak English? That is the problem, and it's a real problem, and you can't pretend it doesn't exist. Migrant crisis tests New Yorkers who thought they supported immigration. As you pointed out last segment, 
There's at least two or three different kinds of dishonesty in that headline. Come on. Or, or, or papering over what is so obviously hypocrisy. They thought they supported immigration. So do I. But I don't support rampant, uncontrolled, illegal immigration. But that's too subtle a distinction for the geniuses at the New York Times to make. Absolutely hilarious. And so they talk about this school teacher saying, yeah, we've got, uh, what would I say, 132 new students, most of whom don't speak a lick of English, uh, completely brought our school to a halt. Showing up out of nowhere in numbers just random. That's the way it's been all over the country forever. And now you're just finally dealing with it in the the big blue cities. But yeah, it's very, very disruptive. And it really, really makes you mad. Now, I'm going to read you a sentence and then a quote from the lady. Now, if you're a stupid, stupid idiot, you're going to have to think about this for a while. The rest of us is going to be self-evident what's going on. When asked to describe her feeling toward the migrants, she paused. Her own parents immigrated to the United States after the Holocaust, seeking a better life. Quote, these are human beings who deserve a chance at life and opportunities. My heart goes out to some of these folks. But then on the flip side, I feel that our government and our leadership has been failing us. There's not one positive outcome that has come from this yet. And it seems like it's just heading toward a downward spiral. <laughs> and then a classic, Jack. That is... Uh, go ahead. A classic. New York has long proclaimed its openness to new arrivals, enshrined in the welcoming words on the Statue of Liberty. There you go. And as we all know, the words on the pedestal of the Statue of Liberty are one of our founding documents. It's uh, part of the Constitution. No, it was a poem written for a fundraiser. We don't have to follow the edicts of poems written for fundraisers. <laughs> yeah, roses are red. Job. Violets. Roses are red. Violets are blue. You can come in. Yeah, you too. Uh, go great. And now we got that's how we design our, our, our foreign policy, you morons. Well, we're not designing a policy. That's the, what's so maddening is there is nobody that has uh, debated or voted for a random number of kids who don't speak English showing up in your classroom. It just happens. And that's no way to run uh, a school, a county, a state, a country. Blah, blah, New Yorkers pro-immigration, blah, blah. But majorities also say the recent influx of migrants is a, quote, serious problem, that it's time to slow or stop the flow of new arrivals. Yeah, then finally a, this. It's been a problem for a lot of places for a long time, but thanks for noticing. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. And, and so sorry that your theoretical pronouncements of your theoretical virtue ran into reality, and now all of a sudden your, your unicornian, you know, high-handedness is not adequate to meet the challenge. You bunch of phonies. Gemini. I'll try to summarize this story. Really interesting. Here are these guys who came up with an idea. You got tens of thousands of illegal immigrants. So they bought up a bunch of land in like the forest land outside of Houston, northeast of Houston, a pair of brothers. They're offering unconventional loans to build on this cheap land. Uh, and, and a lot of the people taking them up on these offers are the large population of undocumented immigrants, illegal immigrants in Texas. This Colony Ridge community is now 40,000 or more people with plans to more than double in size. It is a giant suburb of mostly illegal immigrants 
buying houses. It's under-policed. There are some health problems going on. Nobody's quite sure what to do about it. Armstrong and Getty. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock Technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I thought this was interesting. I've been railing against the idea that you eliminate honors classes because that brings greater equity. Now, none of the kids has advanced educations in America's government schools. And I think it's significant that this Wall Street Journal article cites districts in California and Illinois are reporting data pointing to some benefits. Yeah, California and Illinois, the two great woke capitals of going broke, child sex mutilation, and the rest of it, just unhinged. But I do admit, before I get to why this is such a terrible idea, they open in the Wall Street Journal, which is not a conservative newspaper. It's a fairly classic journalist ethics guided newspaper. It just seems conservative compared to all the other ones. Anyway, they mentioned this Silicon Valley High School that eliminated honors classes. And they quote this teacher named Rachel. She said, in the past, before they eliminated the honors classes, teaching the non-honors courses meant you were in for a year of behavioral problems. 
because, paraphrasing, the kids in the non-honors class were kind of, all right, this is the dumb kids class where nobody expects anything of us. And, you know, it's kind of the uh, the not good at science ghetto. She says now students from across achievement levels are taught together and she's noticed the teenagers try harder and pay more attention to the lessons. Quote, you're not considered uncool anymore for taking a class seriously. I can see that. I can see when you see peers around you who might be impressive people or popular or what have you who are taking it seriously. That would rub off. That actually does make sense. And so if you eliminate all the people that care... Which usually, you know, the what's what's my new favorite quote? I wish I could remember what it is and who said it. It would make it a better favorite quote. But my favorite quote of all time, Cicero, Tacides, one of those people. Success requires effort. I just love it. Yeah, yeah. But, but now, so most of the honors people are trying harder. And so if you take them out of that class, you got nobody in the class trying hard. And you want to stand out as the one person taking this seriously? That'd be tough. Now relax, don't 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 go crazy on me, folks. It's not like we've said. Therefore, we've landed on the 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 answer that this is an excellent policy, and there should be no honors classes. Have everybody be equally ignorant? No, absolutely not. But I think that dynamic is interesting, and that does ring true to me. They mentioned that some school districts are eliminating two-tiered systems of honors and regular classes primarily during freshman year. So it's a tone-setting thing. Now, I would argue that the truly gifted kids need a chance to excel. They must have that. If we're going to compete globally, if we're going to get the most out of kids, if we're going to give the kids what they need to get the most out of their lives, we've got to let the excellent excel. It's right there in the name. It's really important. Here's where it gets slightly sickening. Uh The theory goes that starting everyone on equal footing gives more students the confidence and skills needed to enroll in honors and placement, uh, advanced placement courses later on in in their educational career. That part, you know what? That's probably at least partially true. The changes typically target black and Latino students who are underrepresented in advanced courses in most states. Here's where it bothers me. In spite of the, you know, there might be some value to this. Here we are again at the end of the first 15, 16, 18 years of a young person's life trying to fix the course they've been on for the previous 15 years. Oh, right. And I I don't think that's a bad thing to try to do. I mean, you save the patient when you can save the patient. But as always, it ignores because it's super uncomfortable the reality that so many of these kids, black and Latino students, well, black students, primarily Latino students, is different culturally, but they don't have an intact family. They're not being taught to read. Education is not valued in their homes. They're growing up in a culture that does not expect excellence. And you've got to recognize that or you're never, ever going to solve the problem. On the other hand, some stu- well, I, this is like my third hand now. I'm an octopus-looking character. I'm some sort of anyway. Uh, some students report a decrease in rigor after the changes to honors classes. "Quote: We're not fixing anything," said Jacob uh, in the uh, the very uh, South Bay district we were talking about. 
The district's four traditional high schools have eliminated about half a dozen honors classes in recent year, but the number of re- years, but the lower, I'm sorry, the number of lower income and minority students choosing to enroll in advanced courses later in the high school has not budged, according to a new report. We're simply delaying the emergence of these realities, said this senior who's going to go on to great things. That's a hell of a, a smart thing to say. Um, so the theory is just not really working out. And here's the school board president saying, I've had several people tell me that ninth grade is soft. I'm hearing many people say, my God, we can't go to that school now. It's way too easy. Mm. What is the solution? Get a time machine. Teach that kid to, to, well, read to them constantly from the day they're born. Teach them the alphabet way before they go to school. Maybe someday. Maybe someday we'll have the the guts to to address a lot of the achievement gaps on us. We only discuss gender issues in my household. Um, the genderbred man. That's right. We have no time to teach them to read. The Armstrong and Getty. What in God's name? It's a hundred on the crazy meter. Well, that bad it Man, that makes my soul bleed. That's insane. It's a little too much donkey talk. Unacceptable. The reality is, is things are getting weird, and they're getting weird fast. Uh, okay. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.